The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. From the Philadelphia Eagles to the Kansas City Chiefs, a former University of Alabama standout, once known as the Mighty Mouse, number 29, Mark McMillan. And also we have Mr. B.N.E., the man in the middle. From the Philadelphia Eagles, Mr. Byron Evans. We some hard hitters, we some hard hitters, put them up, tighten up, we some hard hitters. Mark McMillan, my man Byron Evans, we give you for beating the tune and everybody leaving. Ain't nobody leaving, if he's pushing Phoenix, we're bringing the cutting edge. One of the season, Phoenix are long, show them how it's done, we're on, voiceofwearingsports.com. Welcome to Hard Hitting Radio with NFL veterans Mark McMillan with co-host Byron Evans. Get ready for sports talk with a dash of humor. Now, here's Mighty Mac and Byron Evans. Hello, everybody, for another great show the Voice America Sports Network. This is Hard Hitting Radio. We got that new steel pumping in the background. Pump it up, pump it up, pump it up. in the back. We got my man V-Max, always in the house with maxed out training. And he's going to be giving us a little health tip today. But on another note, it seems like every time we come on the air, right. we're losing somebody. That's right. Farrah Fawcett, a long bout with cancer. You know, we got to give a, a hard-hitting shout-out to the family, man. Our condolences to uh, McMahon, Ed McMahon, and also to the king of pop, man. <laughs> I had to do that. No doubt. I've been watching. I've been, I, I was talking to my boy, man. I was getting a little choked up. No doubt. Can you moonwalk? That's, I can still moonwalk. My boy, my son him. Isaiah asked me that. He's like, Daddy, can you moonwalk? I can, I can moonwalk. I told him I had the jerry curl, the zipper jacket. <laughs> I had the parachute pants. But no glove. I had the glove, too. No glove. No, I had the glove, no too. No GP. We ain't talk, yeah, we ain't talking about GP. I thought you were talking about that other, other glove. They found that glove. They planted that glove. But we're talking about the real glove. Oh, man, I tell you. Michael Jackson. 50 years old, man. It's, it's kind of it's kind of hard to believe, man. But, you know. The Bible tells us, man, no man know the day nor the hour. The son of man cometh, man. So it, it behooves us, man, to get right and not only get right but to stay right, man. And that's, I know we always talk about that. You know, that's the minister side of Mr. Byron Evans who always keep me grounded when I get a little out of hand. So never take anything for granted. That's can't, what we always talk about. Can't do it, man. No matter how much money, how much fame, how much wealth, man, how much you got it going on. You never really know if you have it got going on unless you got it going on. Yeah, you're right. It's about that. I, I read a quote uh said something on the words of uh, to be absent on earth is to be present with God. Right. To be absent from the body is to, pres- to be present with the Lord. And all, all, all I can think of, uh, my son was, he, he was like, Dad, do you think he's moonwalking? I said, he's, he's really moonwalking wow. now. He up in the heaven moonwalking. Wow. And for my little man to say that, that was like, that, that was deep, man. He's been saying some stuff. We were just driving around. And just to hear him talk and, you know, we was listening to all the music. And, right. And everything is, on, everything is about Mike, you know, not discrediting Farrah or, right. you know, Mr. McMahon. But 
that's Michael. But but at the same time, at the same time, you, you got to give people flowers while they can still smell them. You know, it, it, it's hard to it, it, it's kind of hard fetched and, you know, to kind of recognize you and kind of love you while you're gone. But while you're here. So I, I want people just to show me love while yeah, I'm here. Hey, send some flowers. We take some, we take some well, flowers. Well, like with your, your, your son straight from heaven. So he can tap into that. Yeah, you're right. He's a. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't been polluted yet. He's he's a little prophet. My, I, I, no some doubt. of the stuff he be saying, I, yeah, we, straight from heaven. A child shall lead you. Yeah, and he's he's been t- he's been t- he taught me a lot the last couple of days, and he's been shoot the thing about him been getting me through. He's like, Dad, are we gonna watch some uh, thriller. He loves some thriller. Oh man, don't forget the man in the mirror. The man in the mirror. That's, that's speaking to all of us. When it came out popping, popping, popping was it was better than the moon. <laughs> <after> the moon. <laughs> How about this? We are the world. Oh, well, that was we are the people. Deep. That was beautiful. Hey, we are the one that's see a brighter day, so let's start giving. Yeah, you're right about that. We, I, I know I've been uh, talking to the uh, technical guys. I was trying to get a little bit of Michael Jackson, and they said they got a little Billie Jean queued up for us. So, you know, we're not going to play it through the whole segment, but it's, it's, only, it's only the just do. That's right. Uh, you know, to, to uh, honor the great icon, not only as in the African-American community, because when you look at TV, this dude is worldwide. Worldwide. But but before we do that, let's give a shout out, man, to our technical guys, man. They do a hard, hard job, a yeah, great yeah, job, yeah, man. Good, guy. good, good oh, job man. behind the scenes, no fellas. A hard hitting. I know you're in the studio. Welcome. Yeah. So, to our technical people. So uh, that, that's like I said, this is crazy. And, and I was talking to one of my one of my boys and he was he opposed a question. He was like. When you have a service like this, when you have an icon like this, that's right. Is it going to be like a world, you know, service? Is it a worldwide service? I know when you know Derek Thomas passed in Kansas City. You know, we had the service in Kansas City. Then they had the service in Miami as well. Right. When you have somebody on this magnitude, do do he is he going to the to the White House? Is he going to be honored in D.C. All over? Is, you know how, how how do you how do you mourn something like this? How do you give everybody a chance to? to have their own uh, service with the great Michael Jackson. You, you look at uh, Princess Di, you know, how Princess Di, how she affected a lot of lives over here, man, and a lot of lives all around the world. And, and I think more so than any, Michael Jackson has done the same thing, man. Uh, it's truly a gift, man, truly a gift, truly an icon, truly a blessing. And, uh, he, you know, he brought a lot, of, a lot of good things, a lot of light in our, in our household, man. Uh, rest in like peace, Mike. I know my man Max. He over there, big swole, but I know he got a little Michael Jackson in him. Oh, I love Mike. I love Mike. You know, I, I remember Mike. Uh, on, what was that? Ed, Sel- not Ed Sullivan, but uh, one of those. Could have been Ed Sullivan. Yeah, yeah, back he, in the day. <laughs> you know, he had his uh, high, his uh, what do you call them? Back in the, they wore um, platform shoes. Yeah, yeah. With the big heels, big afro, apple cap. After I saw that apple <laughs> cap, I had to go get me one. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. You know, you got three. Uh, former NFL players, everybody see us as bravado, crazy, lunatic, mean, vicious. I got two mean guys in here. I'm just a guy on the outside. Outside the hashes, locking down wide receivers. But for a man of Michael Jackson, if he walked in the presence of, of me, I think I'll probably I don't know what I would have done. Well, I remember seeing him at the Grambling game when I was a little boy. And the whole, I mean, when they saw him jump out the limo, the whole the stands just empty, running towards the field. It was a riot. They had to run back and jump in the limo. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Can we? Can, can the guys in the back? Can we get that track queued up? Can we get a little Billy Jean queued up for my man? Ah. Ah. That's it. Woo. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget the leg kick now. Ah. Peony. 
can't sing it though. I'm gonna let him do it. But I like the track. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. I wanna flow. Don't you know? No, I'm gonna leave that to Mike. Just let this ride for a minute. In remembrance of my man, Michael Jackson. I'm over here in my seat. My man Mac's over here looking at me. I got the leg kicking up. I'm pop locking over here. I got the neck turning. I didn't know you had skills like that. Come on now. I can still. That's Michael Jack. Come on. When you hear that, you got the move. No you can bump around like you bump around. You got to have skills. Hey, he got good feet. Now, he had, now, Michael Jackson probably could have been a DV. He has some great feet. I don't know about the size. I can't say nothing about the size. I'm, you know, 5'8", 160, so I can't doubt nobody. But he definitely had heart. Oh, yeah. For you to go out there and do what you do and be on top and knowing everybody is trying to knock you down. And that's the thing about it. I don't want people to be talking about the negative stuff. You know everybody's going to be talking about his past and some of the stuff about his children and stuff like that. But just remember the, the good things that he's done and stop trying to hate on the man and bring him down. But you know what all those moves he used to make, he had to have some arthritis. Because he used to make some, man, unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> they would be, you know, they'd be on the integrity of the joint. I mean, they go, he, uh, Michael was unbelievable on his feet. He was the best. That's Michael Jackson. Michael it's, Jackson. It's, like, it's hard-hitting radio. Hard-hitting radio. It's not just sports talk. We talk about everything. No doubt. And when you lose icons, as far as Michael Jackson, Farrah Fawcett, and my man McMahon, sidekick oh. of the great Johnny Carson, you got to give it up to my man. Here's man. Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to give it up to my man also. Great thing. Now, we got on the other side. No we doubt. We talk about a little bit of sports. Let's uh, do it. Yesterday was... Heavenly favored by, you know, the passing of Michael and Farah. But we had the NBA draft that went down. I don't know how many people were really interested in the NBA draft. Right. I know you sitting over here. You, you, you're an NBA guy. You're an NBA enthusiast. I'm still floating on that Laker boat. So I'm going to see what you got for the NBA draft. With the first pick, the Clippers chose Blake Griffin. How do you feel about that pick? Oh, uh, uh, it's, 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 
I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit, uh, uh, I don't know if I want to say sure about it, but, y- y- you know, sometimes you kind of got to go out the box a little bit. You kind of got to go out the box. I know he was the consistent number one favorite, but y- if you look at the Clippers, <laughs> the Clippers. <laughs> <laughs> the other team. <laughs> oh, my God. The Supercuts. You look at the Supercuts. Not the Clippers, the Supercuts. Are you talking about, I think you talked about that like a couple of months ago. You're the talking super about the Supercuts. The Supercuts. Uh, the Supercuts. <laughs> I mean, you, you've, get, you've, given, you've been getting the number one draft pick, the overall number one for the last five, ten years. I, I mean, uh, my man Elgin Baylor, he probably had the hardest job in all of America. I, I mean, the number one pick overall, one of the number one picks, always in the lottery. Sometimes you've got to get rid of that number one pick because it, it doesn't just take one man to – make a team you you got to go outside the box use that number one draft pick get a couple of guys in the first round to build your team so you think that was a good pick pick or you think they should they now they got zach randolph they got uh marcus camby that they can you know <laughs> download on somebody i know it's not eye jumping names but these are some of the people that they can get rid of to move the big guy in there to, to get applin with the clippers now, now who, the other <laughs> team in la zach randolph he got shipped off marcus camby got shipped off I mean, these are guys. It's a who, lot of shipping going on. Oh man, <laughs> uh, uh, a cruise tour. Uh, but but you 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 gotta you gotta you gotta get these guys and get two or three guys. You know, I I, I could see them trying to make a trade with the Timberwolves. They have five, four or five dra- draft picks in the first round. If you want this number one guy, and and I'm sure they probably would have took this number one guy even before taking the coach. You want this guy? Give us these two two picks and a pick next year. You got. And, and and that's how that that's how close this whole draft was. You had guys, you had players and players and players. It was a stacked draft. You had it, players it was, it was that you could draft. get that you could build your team around. So you don't think Griffin is a, t- uh, a type player that they can build around? He is, but but not not in, not in my team. But he is, okay. but not, but not in my team. I'm, I'm gonna get two or three players. There you go, Blake. F- for well, Blake I, Griffin, I, I want to go. I, no, well, you can anybody can go to a Clipper game. You can get in there for two ninety nine. Mm. You can buy a hot dog and get in there. What about can you uh, be a part of the halftime show? We can probably, yeah. Well, if, we can suit Mar- up. Yeah, we can call Penny Marshall. You know, she's a season ticket holder. We can suit up. We can suit. I can give you. I can give you two points. Two points. I got four rebounds. Yeah, I can get. I know Max. He can be our trainer. He can get us right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many jumpers Max made back in the day at Bourbon Day. Well, you know, Bourbon Day. Bourbon Day. Yeah, you're right. Bourbon Day has always mm-hmm. been on top in basketball. Don't let the smooth taste fool you. To the last drop It's real <laughs> <laughs> That's my man V-Max From Max Out Training He's going to be Hicking us up With the health tip And you know He's got another tip on Some of the health things That are plaguing us today Not just in our community But worldwide Some of the stuff That we put in our body Is not good No doubt No doubt And some of the stuff That we think is good That we put in our body Really ain't good But we're going to go To this little break We'll be back on the Voice America Sports Network. This is Hard Hitting Radio. We're going to take it out one more time to my man, Michael Jackson. to the pros we we cover everything everything. let your voice be heard voice america sports 
Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Dad, can I ask you something? Sure. There's this girl I kind of like. Say no more. You just have to impress her. Okay, but how? Just, I don't know, pick up a lot of heavy things around her. Like what? You know, desks, chairs, people. Grunt if you have to. Grunt? Yeah, be like, oh! Uh. There you go. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Are you ready to talk sports? I mean fantasy sports. Tune in to hear the latest fantasy news, injury updates, sleepers and busts, all with a new twist from the influence of pop culture and the music industry and their newly designed game, Suicide Fantasy Football. Get ready for the Butts and Butts Fantasy Sports Show. Brothers Jim and Eric Butts are ready to clue you in on the exciting world of fantasy sports. Make sure you're a part of the new revolution in sports radio. Catch the Butts and Butts Fantasy Sports Show Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. You can never get too much butts. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. You're listening to Hard Hitting Radio with Mark McMillan and Byron Evans. To get your voice in on the discussion, call right now, toll free to 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or you can get to Mark by email. Drop an email to mark at markmcmillansports.com. Now, back to Hard Hitting Radio. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for another Second Women Voice America Sports Network. This is Hard Hitting Radio. I'm your host, Mark McMillan, and I got my man in the middle, B&E. We got Joe Sky. She just texted and said she's in traffic, so she might gonna call in a little later. Of course, we got a big event that's coming up. Oh, wow. Joe Sky is on right now. Joe, you on right now? What it do there, Joe Sky? What's up, Joe? Hey, you guys, you guys sound great. I heard that you had plugged my uh, MJ there, a little tribute. That was fabulous. We go. We got to give up. We got to do it. You know, Joe, and keep it live on the scene. You know, some people say that he was actually known to be one of the most famous men. Um, he, you know, one of the most famous men of all time. I mean, they know him in other countries, and yet people in other countries don't even know our president. And I just think that that's just. Um, it's sad. It's sad that he lost his life so young. Well, we're going to give it up to Michael Jackson the whole hour that we're on this show. We're going to talk about the NBA draft. My man Byron Evans got some heavenly thoughts on Elgin Baylor and the <laughs> Supercut Clippers. Oh, man, I tell you. The Supercut Clippers. If you're out there in Clipperland, listen to me. I'm a Laker man till I bleed purple. 
Kobe Bryant, Black Mamba. <laughs> <laughs> but we we uh, we go off of that. But we got a we got a big event that's actually coming up later on this that's evening. Right. I know Joe, you've been uh, working very hard on this. I know we've been going back and forth. Yes, per- permission to breathe, fellas. Permission to breathe. You can breathe. It has now. been a very very busy few weeks. We have a lot going on for everybody in Arizona that's interested. Come down to Jersey's Tavern in Chandler. That is on Ray and Kyrene Road. We have the 100 Club joining us, and this is a firefighter and public safety officer relief fund for families of fallen officers. So they're coming down. They're teaming up with Hard Hitting Radio, and we're teaming up with Jersey's. They're going to have it's free to get in. They're doing free pizza, I think, until about 7 o'clock. We're having raffles. Wait, wait, you said free pizza? Yeah, the pizza will be free until a certain time. And then a a portion of anything you buy after that food and drink-wise will be donated to 100 Club. Hard Hitting Radio is donating absolutely 100% of our proceeds to 100 Club. So we're hoping to have a huge turnout and raise a lot of money for these families in need. It's going to be hot. It's going to be hot. Like I said, we've been going back and forth all day. Uh, I'd like to thank... The guys from Mitchell and Ness back in Philly who um, sent out three great jerseys. Uh, they sent out Seth Joyner's jersey, Wes Hopkins' jersey, and they sent out Jaws' jersey. Uh, these guys didn't have to do that. That's they right. just donated it to us um, out of the grace of their heart. Um, so big up to the guys back in Mitchell and Ness, back in Philly. Hopefully we can get some 2-9 and some 5-6 jerseys printed up so we can get them <laughs> things sold out. Because I know I want to give me a 5-6 jersey, and I'll give my man a 2-9 jersey as well. That's right. So, that's right. Uh, big ups to those guys for, for donating. We got a lot of stuff that we're giving away, uh, a lot of stuff that we came and mentioned on the air because it's so much, and we're kind of crunched for time because we need that extra hour. That's right. So come on out and support us. We do, and you know what, Byron, uh, Pastor Byron, I'm going to have you put on the earmuffs here because I have another announcement to make about uh, $1.50 draft beers. We're doing $1.50 draft beers, the three olives, and SoCo girls are going to be in the house, so they're going to be down there, and we're going to have a sea of green fans, sea of green fans, because we've got Louis Ortiz in the house. He might even be coming up to the studio now to film film you gentlemen. And he's going to be down there filming the movie, Green Fans the Movie. Him and his crew, Jason, uh, Jason's with them, Damien's with them. He, they're part of the crew. And we also have Philly Tailgate down here with them as well. Keith down here, and he's been, he has some shirts to give out. 100 Club's giving out shirts. We're going to be autographing photos. Joe Sky has a photo. Joe Sky, a you professional got a photo. And we're going to be doing Autographs. About time you got a photo. Hey, we've been waiting. Everybody's been waiting. Like, dang, can we get a picture of her? We tired of seeing your picture. I, I've got, I've got my sharpie in hand. I'm real excited about it. You know, I'm real excited. We got a special guest in the house, none other. Now, now, like I said, we did the NFL draft together. I know everybody know him. He's worldwide. He's the man. He's the man on the outside. He was the man on my side. Made my job a lot easier. Number fifty nine. Number one in your hearts, <laughs> number five nine in your playbook. None other than Seth Joiner. Seth, what's going on, man? Dog. All right, we got Seth and I. We can, can we get a chair? Can we get a chair for my man to uh, sit down so we can get in on this segment? This is definitely uh, <clears throat> an honor to me. Like I said, every Friday I get to sit with my man B and E. Now I get to sit with the other linebacker, Seth Joiner. So excited you can make it. He's sitting down right now. I'm going to give you guys a play-by-play. Looked like he just got off the golf course. I don't know. I'm sure you're going to say he hit him straight. He hit him right. Oh, he can hit him. 
Oh no, he can he can definitely hit him. He can definitely hit him. I work, man. I don't play that <laughs> golf. <laughs> I know a lot of people that's out there tuning. We appreciate uh, Seth being here. Uh, he was with us doing the draft show. We appreciate him being here. He has a lot of things going on as far as his foundation and things that he has going on. And we just want to give the floor. We've been we've been giving tribute to Michael Jackson all day. What is your take on and what do you take from the passing of Mr. Michael Jackson? It's just sad, man. You know, I mean, we're all we're all destined to basically go down that road at some point in time. But it's sad, you know, um, to see someone, you know, still with a lot of life to live, um, you know, exit so 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 suddenly. And um, you know, apparently he was doing a lot of um, preparations, you know, for his tour coming up, and. Um, you know, it's time to move on. So um, I'm, there's a lot of people out there today that are, um, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of mixed emotions out there. But, you know, when you talk about American music, you know, Michael Jackson is a is a man that stands at the forefront. No matter what you thought about him, what, no matter what you continue to think about him, um, very instrumental, um, you know, in pop American music. And what we talked about, I was uh, in Philly a couple of weeks ago, and I took a picture with uh, Sean Young. He's he's like one of the number one Philly fans back there. And uh, he gave me a picture of uh, Dirty Waters. And when he, he sent me the picture, and I was seeing Dre with, with the smile on his face, and I actually got a jersey uh, from Mitchell Ness with your number on it. I got your jersey. And the jersey they sent me is I always get I always get messages when I when I have pictures with the jersey. It has Jerome's patch on it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I only got like two weeks, you know, to spend with him. And, and the two weeks, I, I shoot, he scared me. <laughs> he had me out. There. He had. Well, I know when he came in, everybody's like, "Hey, man, you better do what you got to do." This dude coming in, and I'm like, "Man, I'm not finna go out there and dance for no cheerleaders." <laughs> and I, I could hear this dude with this loud voice. And he's like, "I was like, man, who is this dude?" And he's like, "Man, that's JB. You better get up." <laughs> I'm like, "Man, I don't care who this dude is. I'm from LA." So he came up my grill and started yelling. About five minutes later, I have my skirt on. I'm dancing in the vest, <laughs> <laughs> and and I still get a lot of texts from people, uh, you know, remembering Jerome, and and people still saying they, you know, when it's they're still waiting for us to bring it home for Jerome back in Philly. And, you know, just just the, his impact on not only uh, us as players, but as far as the National Football League and, and the city as a whole still is holding on to that to that dream as far as Jerome. And, mm-hmm. and when, when you, you know, every time I see you, it reminds me of, uh, of Jerome. And I see, you know, Byron up Fridays. It reminds me of that. And when I see that patch, it's like. I, I didn't get a chance to play with him. I, I just hear all the stories that you guys had in the locker room. I can just imagine what it had been like being in the huddle with that dude. Yeah, it was crazy, man. I mean, we 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 had a pretty wild bunch of guys to begin with, you know, in the first place. I mean, really young guys with a good mix of, um, you know, attitudes and and um, ways of doing things. But it was – Jerome was a little bit different, man. You know, he had a way of being <laughs> able to, you know – keep everybody calm with a little a little comedy in the in the huddle at times and you know he can motivate you and you know at the same time as well um and he is one of those guys that you know not only led by example but also you know um had a voice within the um within the huddle and and you know within the, on the team yeah we gotta i'm sure we gotta take this quick break I'm sure we can talk about JB all day, but we're going to give a little Michael Jackson. Yeah. So you listen to the Voice America Sports Network. It's hard-hitting radio. Yeah, man. Mark McMillan with my man in the middle. B&E. And got my man 5'9". From the Philadelphia Eagles, Denver Broncos, Green Bay Packers, Super Bowl winner, Seth Joyner. She's 
She's moving, she's moving, dancing until the music stops now. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. What I Want to Be When I Grow Up by Johnny Mark. Dad, it's John. I got the promotion. We'll call him John Jr. You'll speak over 500 million words in your lifetime, but none of them will be as important as the words you use to tell your six-year-old he has cancer. CureSearch.org connects you to the most comprehensive research and advice on childhood cancer and to other families who know exactly what you're going through. CureSearch.org. You're not as alone as you feel. Brought to you by CureSearch and the Ad Council. Here's a show for baseball players, coaches, parents, and those who love the game. At least 90% of sports success, including baseball, requires mental strength in order to fully benefit from technical ability. And the higher the competition level, the more critical it becomes to possess mental muscle. Tune in every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time to Championship Thinking, hosted by Jim Meyer and brought to you by the National High School Baseball Coaches Association. Jim, sports psychology coach, trainer, and author of numerous articles and the workbook, Championship Thinking, Building Mental Muscle in Baseball, simplifies the mental game with easy to understand tools and tips with his weekly guest jim draws from successes with professionals college high school and youth teams coaches and players learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure tension and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance tune in and tune up your mental and technical knowledge and skills with championship thinking every tuesday at 4 p.m pacific time right here on america's voice voice america Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. You're listening to Hard Hitting Radio with Mark McMillan and Byron Evans. To get your voice in on the discussion, call right now, toll free to 1 888 346 9144. That's 888 346 9144. Or you can get to Mark by email. Drop an email to Mark at MarkMcMillanSports.com. Now, back to Hard Hitting Radio. We're back for another segment on the Hard Hitting Radio on the Voice of America Sports Network. I got none other than my man 5'9 in the house. Seth Joyner and my man 5'6. I'm surrounded by my big boys right now. I feel good. I feel confident. <laughs> All I need is my safety. I have my safety. I got my man over there, the Green Eye Bandit, EA. If we can get EA in here. Oh, EA, you out there. EA, you out there, man. Call, Come yeah. on now. I know you're on ESPN and everything. I know you're getting the word because I talked to Marcellus Wiley. He's been giving you the message. EA, come on now. We made you. Hard-hitting radio. We made you, E. Get with us, E. Come on now. If you know you didn't have these two dudes in here putting that pressure on that quarterback, you wouldn't have been getting all them punts they were throwing to you. (laughs) So give us a shout, E. Come on now. But we got Seth Joyner in the house. Uh, He's also involved with a lot of stuff uh, as far as organizations. He's a big poker, poker guy. I know he's had a couple of poker tournaments doing the Super Bowl. This past year, explain to us what you got going on down here in the valley. Well, I'm just staying busy, man. You know, there's a lot, um, 
really happy with how things are going, you know, with our foundation. Um, we, um, we've got about 15 of the, of the kids that came through the program the first time that's actually going through our second phase, and we've got a, a, a whole new group of kids that's coming through, about um, 35 to 45 kids out of the Upward Bound program that's going through the first phase of our um, financial literacy program. Um, so we're just excited. You know, it's been somewhat of a struggle, you know, to get kids to the program. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the hard thing is, you know, when you're offering something like this, you know, kids go to school for eight hours a day. The last thing they want to do is take any extra classes, <laughs> you know. But, um, you know, financial literacy and, and giving them an opportunity to improve themselves, um, you know, beyond their just general education, you know, we feel like it's really, really important, uh, really eating equals the, the playing field and gives them, you know, an opportunity um, and to move forward in life, you know, in a much bigger way. Uh, so we're really, really excited about what we have going on there. We're, you know, right now putting um, the preparations in place um, for Super Bowl in Miami this year to do our par and poker event. That is our main um, fundraiser. Um, this will be our third Super Bowl in a row um, that we've done. So, um, you know, hopefully the sponsorship dollars will roll a little better this year than they did last year. There we go. Come on, people. Get out your spend- hey. stimulus package. He hey. says sponsorships. Come on out. Come on it'll, to support the cause. It'll come. I mean, but, you know, things like that and things like our, you know, foundational endeavors, it really comes down to <clears throat> corporate America and their willingness to, you know, not only make a buck, but to try to figure out, you know, how to create a buck for some for other people that really need it. Um, so when you can get, you know, corporate America to step up, you know, in a big way, um, you can really do some some big things. You know, my preacher always says, you know, little money, little war, big money, big war. <laughs> so, you know, we, we go out and we try to raise, you know, as, as much money as we can. The more money we raise, the more lives we can affect. The more lives we can affect, um, the more that enthusiasm and that, that, that desire for um, a better way grows throughout the community. And that's what we're all about right here in Phoenix. And, you know, we'll... Will spread out from there as you know. God gives us the ability to grow. Uh, is there what's, what's the contact people can uh, as far as if people want to get in contact with you as far as sponsors or whatever? What is a good way that they can reach you? Well, we've got two sites. We've got our our event site, which is um, www.parandpoker.com. Just spell it out all one word: p a r a n d p o k e r. dot com. That's our event site. You can go there and see you know who some of our past celebrities have been to come out and play in the event. You can. Um, look at you know some of the venues we've got some video streamed on there um, but then you can also go over to our foundational site which is um, www.joinerwalkerfoundation.org um, all, all one word and that kind of gives you an idea of you know foundationally what we're doing um, to kind of keep you up to bre- you know keep you up to breast with what's going on is as far as not only our programs, but even some of the kids that are coming through, some of the partnerships, you know, we're being able, we've been able to put together, and um, it also keep you abreast of, you know, how we're growing as a foundation. Well, as well. sure, come on, man, we'll we'll support you. We're, we're bringing the show to Miami, ain't no thing. We come <laughs> on the hard hitting right. radio. Come on, but you know we travel now. Play a little golf. Hey, play a little play, poker. Hey, play That's a little right. po- I don't know how to play no poker. Now they're gonna teach me how to. They gotta teach me how to play poker. Just I can, got I bluff. Sit. You know what, man, Mac. <laughs> Max said he don't know how to play. He'll probably get up there and win the thing. Yeah, that's, that's like y'all. With, I remember on the plane, uh, we ain't going to uh, explain that the dollar amount y'all was playing. It was called Boo-Ray, I think it was called. And it was always a, it was always a treat when we played San Francisco. We always used to give them a treat, too. I want to put that out there. We used to beat their backs in. We went down there to get them. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to get that out there. But 
Uh, by the time we got from the candlestick back to Philadelphia, the pot was huge. Now you know I was making, I was making pennies. I was hustling to get chicken to the defensive guys <laughs> <laughs> on Sundays, and if I didn't bring that chicken, oh man, I was gonna get it. But uh, big card games used to go on on the plane. I think they were playing for like chips, bananas, sandwiches. Wasn't no money because everybody was like, that was gambling. No, they don't nah, gamble. Nah. You had to stay busy, though. <laughs> long flight. It's a long flight, man. We were playing, playing, um, playing bridge, man. That's all. I don't know nothing about no bridge. I, 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 like I told you, I had uh, some per diem. Some per diem money. As you figure, I didn't went out here and got the best receiver to play the game, Jerry Rice and John Taylor. And I probably got like $7 in my pocket. And I'm looking at them. They got hundreds falling out their pocket. I was waiting for one to fall out. I was going to pick it up. Right. <laughs> I said, one of them dollars fall down. I was talking to Jeff Seidner. I said, man, if one of them dollars fall down, <laughs> we got to get that. Hey, but you got to realize that's when you got your big break, though. Yeah, you're right about that. I did get the big break. San Francisco. You're right. It was a treat. And I always I always tell that story uh, when, when uh, Jerry Rice caught that pass and Kula was the first one. He said, hey, man, just settle down. I know you're a little nervous, but just do everything that you've been doing in practice and you'll be all right. So, I've always had my Seth Joyner stories because he was on my side, so I, I I had to see him. And when I messed up, oh, didn't like coming oh, Mac, out. Don't make it, you, you make it seem like I came out there on the corner and was like <laughs> giving it to no, you, man. No, it was, no, no, you just gave me that look. And Byron, Byron was the more vocal. You know, it was more like uh, <laughs> it wasn't like get your popcorn ready because we already know about him. I wish we could have. I wish y'all could have played against that guy. One hit by Dirty Wards on my man Popcorn Eater. <laughs> Wouldn't have been signing no Sharpies. It'd <laughs> been signing some other kind of certificate. But it was, like I said, we had some classic battles. And some of the stuff they used to go on in the huddle, we really can't say because it was rated rated R. But it, we played like we we played like the vet. It was dirty. It was grimy. But I knew. And it was always a battle. Like, who's going to get the INT? But you had so, to so I think Seth wanted to be a safety. Because he was always out there. He used to get down in the stairs like he was a DB. <laughs> he used to even come over there one-on-one sometimes. Hey man, he can you know, run, though. He can run, though. But, but <laughs> you know, the, the thing was, you know, and I was actually talking to G. Cobb yesterday. G. Cobb was writing a book. So he called me and wanted to talk about, you know, some of the things that, you know, I remember about playing. And we were talking about film study and, you know, how you actually, you know, what the process was for preparation and why it's so difficult, um, you know, for young guys and, um, there's a young kid that just signed up at Portland State as well that I've been working with, um, you know, for a few months. And I tell guys all the time, you know, it's really so much more about the mental than it is the physical because once you get to that level, you already got the physical. You know, the mental is, is, is what makes or breaks you. And I was telling G. Cobb yesterday, you know, the way I learned how to play our defense, you know, and the reason why I knew our defense, you know, so well is because when I first started playing, I'm really visual first started playing, I would drop the formations and I would draw the defenses up again against it and then I would run the plays, the running plays and the pass routes and I would actually mark where every guy was supposed to be. That's deep. I so, didn't know all that. So, so after, after doing that, you know, for two and a half, three years, I got to a point where I could tell you where everybody on the defense was supposed to be and what their techniques were supposed to be and when I first came in the game, you know, we are required as linebackers to, to cover wide receivers, tight ends, running backs, wh- whoever. Right. You know, I mean, I can remember, um, I can remember it was like yesterday, it was down in Washington one time, and um, I guess they missed a personnel, a personnel switch. 
and they left regular people. And back then, you know, Buddy didn't care. You know, <laughs> if they came out in four wives, you know, we stayed regular people. But he called cover seven because Art Monk was running off the field, and then he came back on, and they ran the back back off. So they had three wides. And Art was in the slot to my side. He called cover seven, which is man-to-man coverage, you know. And I'm standing out there looking around like, you know, about to call timeout, you know. And and Jeff Fisher's over there, don't you call timeout, you know. So you come off the field, you know, after that series is over and like, Coach, you know, you called cover seven. You know, they had three wideouts. He was like, I don't care. Get your ass out there and cover. <laughs> so, you know, in, in, in the beginning, it was just one of those situations where, you know, in practice, you know, we, we covered the running backs one-on-one, being here to tell you, man, um, tight ends one-on-one session. And, you know, we'd even come down with the DBs, you know, because y'all used to go one-on-one every day against the, against the wide outs, yeah. and they, they, <laughs> they sprinkle us up in there. I've gone one-on-one against guys like Mike Quick and Fred Barnett yeah. many a times. But, you know, I mean, that's the kind of – that's the kind of specialization, you know, that you used to see in the game that you don't see anymore. Um, there's so many packages and so much strategy to the game now. When they show three or four or five wide receivers, we go nickel, dime, and super dime, right. you know, and it's like. <laughs> super dime. <laughs> I'm like, you know, you, the defenses don't dictate to the offenses what they're going to do and how they're going to play the game anymore. The offenses completely dictate the flow of the game and how the game's going to look and feel based upon situations and formations. And that, that's something I, I always talk about, Byron. Uh, you know, when you see guys, like you talk about formations, you guys sticking wide receivers as far as tight ends. Every mm-hmm. time I look at a game, I see a, a defensive back on a tight end. And knowing, you know, in our defense, Byron was the guy that was taking the tight end down the seam, mm-hmm. Brett Jones, the Novacek's. And nowadays they got, shoot, you got a safety, you got a, you got a corner sticking those guys. And back then it was just like, ball up. Well, I mean, <laughs> the game is play, it, has changed so much. And to be honest with you, when you look at the linebackers, linebackers are smaller smaller now. They want them small and fast because, you know, they want to go and get the 300-pound tackles, you know, to eat up the interior and let those guys run to the ball. You know, back then, you know, we had to come downhill and take on those those offensive linemen. Um, those some big boys, too. Yeah, and, and the other thing is that those guys were, you know, back then, you know, it was a different situation where, you know, we had to get out and play like DBs half the time. Right. You know, now these guys are so much so much faster and what what really what really makes the difference is the fact that they don't teach them and train them how to cover one on one anymore. You know, and because they don't work on it and because they don't train them how to do it, they become a liability. And and by being a liability you know, you become a guy that's removable out of the game at certain points in time. There you go. We got another, take this another commercial break. We're going to go out to my man, Michael Jackson, on the Voice of America Sports Network. Listen to Hard Hitting Radio. Here's a show for baseball players, coaches, parents, and those who love the game. At least 90% of sports success, including baseball, requires mental strength in order to fully benefit from technical ability. And the higher the competition level, the more critical it becomes to possess mental muscle. Tune in every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time to Championship Thinking, hosted by Jim Meyer and brought to you by the National High School Baseball Coaches Association. Jim, sports psychology coach, trainer, and author of numerous articles and the workbook, Championship Thinking, Building Mental Muscle in Baseball, simplifies the mental game with 
easy-to-understand tools and tips. With his weekly guests, Jim draws from successes with professionals, college, high school, and youth teams, coaches, and players. Learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure, tension, and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance. Tune in and tune up your mental and technical knowledge and skills with Championship Thinking every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time right here on America's Voice, Voice America. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. You're listening to Hard Hitting Radio with Mark McMillan and Byron Evans. To get your voice in on the discussion, call right now, toll free to 1 888 346 9144. That's 888 346 9144. Or you can get to Mark by email. Drop an email to Mark at MarkMcMillanSports.com. Now, back to Hard Hitting Radio. Back for another segment. Uh, going by so fast. I appreciate the guys in the back keeping that MJ going with the intro and the outro. Big up to my man in the studio. Appreciate Seth Joyner coming in and dropping some knowledge as far as his film study. I didn't know all that. No doubt. I, I B, think did you know all that? Oh, I yeah. Know I you knew. studied. Now, that's where I got it from. I had to study. Oh, okay. I was going to say now. Come on when, now. When, just... when you're young and you you just, uh, you're happy to be there, your eyes start floating all around. <laughs> but then when you, uh, you ask the person next to you, what you do on this play, and they tell you you got to go through the C gap when you got to go through the A gap. You don't you don't ask that person too many more times. So you're getting some false information oh, out there. Oh man, falsified, <laughs> classified. So they were trying to get you up out of there. Oh, quick. buddy, 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 but buddy, stop that in a heartbeat. <laughs> and then Seth said, "Hey man, I'll I'll, I'll study with you." Andre said, "Hey man, B, you can you can study with me." I said, "All right." There see, it is. See everybody see the finished product. They see my man calling the defense. Played on one of the actually the signal caller for one of the greatest defenses ever touched the field. Everybody talk about the Steelers and the Bears defense of late, but shh, come on, man, the body bag that was I was like, ooh, <laughs> I was in college. I was like, are they serious? And then I got drafted. I was and I walked in the locker room. I was like, man, that's the dude that was knocking them fools out. <laughs> I looked at I looked at Wes. I was like, man, this dude is really that big. I tell you what, man, it was just a joy, man, for me to come to the Eagles, man. You know, playing linebacker from Arizona. Uh, you know, you, you always hear about the uh, the Super Bowl shuffle and LT and the Giants and you're a linebacker, man. And, and then here's Buddy Ryan say, hey, we, we, we want you to come down here to Philadelphia. No Bosworth? I said, no Bosworth. Bosworth. We want you. I said, okay. You think you can run this defense? I said, give him a little time. I can run this defense. <laughs> you know, all, all the time I was shaking in my boots, man. <laughs> this buddy Ryan, man, he cuts you out, man, in a heartbeat. <laughs> and then shake you until you get out to, get out of my office. <laughs> That's a classic right there. I'm sure, I'm sure every person or every player that you talk to that has a buddy Ryan story, I, I didn't get a chance to play with him, but he, he actually cursed me out on the sideline too. He was coaching the Cardinals, and they came down – and they played us, and I was, he was just sitting there. And I've always liked to go joke on the other side of, of the uh, huddle. And, and Buddy said some stuff to me. I was like, I wanted to say some <laughs> stuff back to him, but I'm looking at him I'm like, I see some some footage of him stealing on the coach before. So I said, you know, <laughs> I can't be on TV fight with the, <laughs> with the opposing coach because I know he didn't care. I know he probably he said some stuff. I was like, are you serious? And yeah. then he told me to get my little bleep bleep on the other side of the field. So I was like, all right, I respect that. And you, you got your stripes. And you never knew about Buddy if he was packing or not. See, <laughs> you, you run up on Buddy and get stuck or something. You never really knew about it. But he was, man, I tell you what, man, one of the finest defensive coaches, one of the finest coaches, man, of, of all time, man. Um, I, I can just only uh, commend uh, Coach Ryan, man. 
he invited me over his house for Thanksgiving. He told me I was coming over there Thanksgiving. I went over there and <laughs> broke a little bread. I didn't know what to say. He said, but you better get some more of these potatoes. <laughs> so, not, not, nothing but good stuff about Coach Ryan, man. Buddy, you my man. Hard-hitting radio. Buddy Ryan. And I know Seth, I'm sure he got some great stories. Well, you, you follow him. Actually, you were here mm-hmm. in Arizona uh, with, with Buddy as well. Uh, from Philadelphia, so I'm sure you're like, as far as linebackers, you guys were probably getting it 24-7 from Buddy. Well, absolutely. Because, you know, <laughs> what people don't realize, man, is like the first, you know, the way that the way that organizations and teams work, you know, normally you got your head coach and he delegates, you know, to your offensive and defensive coordinators. You know, so when the meetings break out, the coordinators run the meeting and the head coach goes to his office and does whatever it is that he does, you know, until practice starts. No, 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 no. Buddy was sitting there <laughs> all of our meetings, man. all of our meetings. So Monday morning after the game, you know, the defensive coordinator wasn't running the film. Buddy was running the film. And he he was the one that had the grade sheet. Mm. You know, back then he didn't call you by your name. You had to earn your, you know, he, he you had to earn his respect before he called you by your name. You was just a number for a year or two or however long it took you to learn, you know, to earn his respect. But he just go down the list on a particular play if you were involved in the play, you know, um, he'd be like, you know, 59, <laughs> beep, beep, 56, <laughs> triple beat. You know, I mean, he just go on and on and on. But, you know, um, it was great to play for Buddy if you could understand him. I think that, you know, Buddy Ryan's probably one of the most min- misunderstood, um, you know, coaches that's ever come, you know, through the game. Because when people look at him, they, you know, most of the time people will take you for what you say more than for what you do. You know, but when you play behind the scenes and you see how this guy's got your back, you know, and that, you know, once you earn his respect, you've got his respect for life. You know, I see him right now, and um, I can see him right now. He's got, you know, still got great things to say. You know, talking about how, how Wade didn't want to keep me. Wade wanted to cut me. <laughs> and he was like, no, nah, no, nah, I see something in this guy. You know, I'm, you know, let's keep him around, play him on special teams, and see what happens and whatnot. But, um he was just, and he was just a great coach, a great coaching mind, you know. And, and guys, you know, if you could learn how to deal with the chatter that always went on, though, mm-hmm. you know, because a lot of guys, you know, words, you know, really got up under their skin a lot, you know. But he was the type of coach that you'd have to always take out of what he said what was beneficial and let the rest of it go out the other <laughs> ear. Because if you digested all of it, man, you, you'd be a mess all the time. Man. And, and that's, I, I can only imagine uh, with the group that he had, as far as you guys on the defensive side, and you guys were a strong head bunch of groups. And, and uh, all the personalities that you guys had, and for him to channel that, and for it's, it's evident when you guys stepped on the field, it was like – it was like night and day compared to the offense. It was like you guys went out there with a mentality of the way he coached the game. Well, but that's what that's what was so unique about how he put how he put the team together. Because if you just look at the defensive line, the defensive line is is a microcosm of the entire defense. You know, you got Reggie over here, who's the dominant figure on the defensive line. Now, when he make up his mind that you ain't blocking him, you're not blocking him. I don't care if you try to block him with two, three, or four. And when he make up his mind that he want to play the run, you're not running anything to the left side of our defense. Plain and simple, you don't have to have an outside linebacker over there. If he if he decides you ain't running, <laughs> it ain't happening. That's you know? big doggy. <laughs> then you know, I think our defense really took a, a huge leap forward when we got Jerome, because Jerome was was a lot different from a player standpoint. He was a lot different because he was, you know, a rare combination of a guy you know similar to Reggie that but played in the middle that could rush the passer, 
but could also control the you know the line of scrimmage you know from a anywhere from a zero all the way over to a three technique you know and then you have Mike Pitts Mike is going to play everything by the letter <laughs> you know if Mike is supposed to two gap he going to two gap and you know he going to take care of both of those gaps on every single play and then the emergence of Clyde really began to create some headaches and some problems for defenses because here's a guy you know against you know your best tackle and he going to win 80% of his battles you know and and when you're talking about those types of numbers you know, you pick your poison. You can't double Reggie every play, and you can't double Jerome every play, and you can't double, you know, Clyde every single play, you know. And then you sprinkle in, you know, the athleticism that we had at linebacker, you know, and every once in a while do- dropping dirty waters down into the box. <laughs> you know, it just – it really created a, a, a lot of a lot of problems, you know, for defenses and, and, and really created some situations for them to really figure out – you know, how to stop us because we had a lot of different weapons, a lot of weapons. But you know, too, Seth, we also had to do a lot of studying, man. Mm-hmm. A lot. Of, you just couldn't go out there and just run yeah. around because you'd be out of position. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, you'd be getting cursed out, and next thing you know, you'd be out. I know he told me a couple of times about them hamburgers. You're going to be back at home flipping hamburgers. I said, well, you want me to line up again, Coach? <laughs> So you got I'm five seven. I think Buddy might have been shorter than me. Now you got you got guys six 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 seven. Big Doggy was oh, a bit of over three hundred. Clyde six 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 seven. Pitts like I said, you got all these these massive young men, and then you got the, the smallest coach out mm-hmm. there. And, and like I said, it's it's only I, I wish we if Buddy Buddy if you out there, we would love to get you on so you can talk to some of your former players. Uh, I'm sure you probably got some 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 words. We'll we'll warn the people before you come on that. You know, you might get a little fired up. I know you still got a little fire in your belly out there. But that's hard-hitting radio. Yeah, that's why we don't close. We don't hold no punches. But we only got one minute to close. One minute. VMAX, you got you, you got something to say? You want to get in there, that little health tip? Well, the health tip of the day is don't run anywhere. You don't want to run on the side of the roads with automobiles going by, throwing off exhaust, all kind of toxins in the air, and ended up getting lung cancer or, or, you know, having a heart attack. We know we can't sit in a room with a car running and breathe, so why are we going to run on the side of the road with cars going by to and fro, breathing and all that and the toxins. So that's the tip of the day. I wish I had more time for you next next week. Maybe I'll have a little more time and I'll give you a couple more tips. That's my man V Max from Max Out Training. Go check him out. Michael Jackson. And we're gonna roll out with him. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Everybody's excited now. You can see the big fellas in there. They smile. They got Michael Jackson on. But we definitely appreciate Seth Joyner in the house today. My man Byron Edmonds. We got Louis Ortiz all the way from Philly. For Green Fans, the movie that's going to be filming us, we're going to be part of that movie. I'm excited about that. I'm going to get my Denzel on. But I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to let Michael Jackson take us out. Be blessed. another show. Thanks again for joining Mark McMillan and Byron Evans for Hard Hitting Radio. Come back and we'll do it again next Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Put them up, tighten up. We some hard hitters. Mark McMillan.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.